Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 22 of our Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us today. Uh, first of all, I want to begin with an apology. Um, I've just looked at the episode list uh, for the podcast and it seems that one of the episodes is missing. I'm, missing. I'm not quite sure where it is um, or if it, indeed there is one missing. Um, I definitely recorded each day last week. I definitely uh, numbered them up to episode 21. So we begin this week on episode, well, I say begin this week, begin Tuesday on episode 22. Um, but unfortunately, I'm not quite sure what's happened there. So if there has been an episode that's missing last week, uh, please accept my apologies. Um, and if there isn't, then I hope you enjoyed the studies. Uh, but we'll move on with this week. Uh, we are looking uh, at Genesis chapter 5 uh, and Moses uh, chapter 6. Now, we're not going to spend a lot of time in uh, Genesis chapter 5, simply because it is a, a list of the genealogy of Adam right through to uh, to Noah. And, you know, it's pretty interesting. And uh, as we will read at the beginning of Moses 6, it is something that uh, Adam was commanded to do, um, but or, or something that he was asked to do. But uh, it is something which we don't gain much from, really. Uh, other than the fact, of course, that we look and notice that um, there is um, a great number of years that these individuals lived. Uh, we're talking, well, if you look at Methuselah, who was the well, one who long who lived the longest, I believe it was 965 years overall. Um, but you can see a, a wide number of centuries that these individuals lived. And I guess there may be some um, kind of feeling that we may th- try and think of ways in which this may be understood symbolically maybe or you know not literally as, as hundreds and hundreds of years but actually um you know if we uh, listen to the words of the jewish historian josephus who lived at the time of christ uh, he indicates that they did actually live for those uh, amounts of years and they were measured in our types of years he said quote now when noah had lived 350 years after the flood and that all that time happily he died, having lived the number of 950 years. Uh, but let no one, upon comparing the lives of the ancients with our lives, and with the, uh, the few years which we now live, think that we have said of them it is false, or make shortness of our lives at present an argument, that neither did they attain to so a longer duration of life. Close quote. Now I realise there that Noah was mentioned there as 950 years, I think Methuselah was about 975 years. I'd have to go and check the numbers again that, I, that I've written down. Uh, but President uh, Wilford Woodruff also commented on this. He said, quote, The age of man is very short indeed in this day to what it is in ancient days. Men anciently lived to a very great age. When four or five hundred years old, they took wives, began children, and raised up posterity. Today our age is limited to something like three score and years and ten. Uh, close quote. So... Um, it it seems that it was after the flood that the, the ages began to decrease uh, and further and further as the years went by uh, up until, well, before the time of Christ, of course. Uh, but uh, it is um, an interesting point to make there. And it's something which, when I was younger, I used to try and think, oh, well, does it mean, is it related to the times that we mentioned in Abraham and things like that? But no, it indicates that the, these individuals did live for that time. Um, now moving on, uh, we have, um, again, more context in the book of uh, Moses. And again, rem- a reminder that Moses 
uh, is not a literal translation of the um, the Bible, uh, in in as much as it is a revelation. Um, we know that uh, the, the prophet Joseph was reading the Bible and translating um, um, to it, but he was more receiving a revelation further to what he to what we have in, in our Bible that we're reading today. Uh, and so, in verse five, it gives a bit of detail as to what uh, was asked to be kept. It says, and a book of remembrance was kept in which it was recorded in the language of Adam, for it was given unto many as called upon God to write by the spirit of inspiration. So we get very early on in the history of man this idea that we needed to record or put down uh, these important bits of information or details. Uh, and again, you know, that's just a reminder to us about the importance, the, the necessity of keeping a record, of keeping a book of remembrance uh, of our lives so that others uh, from, of, from other, of our posterity and others can read them. We don't know, you know, the things that we write down, and especially now that we have uh, things like uh, in the internet and many other storage ab abilities to be able to keep a record of things. We don't know who's going to read these things in the future. We are dealing very much with this expansive uh, recording um, opportunity now. But we don't know how this is going to be stored in later years. And it may well be that our posterity has access to all these things. I mean, this podcast alone was, was, was born in an attempt by myself to record the things that I study for myself. Uh, not necessarily for others to listen to, but something to record down so that others later in, in my posterity could, could listen to it. Uh, and maybe they're listening to it right now. Who knows? But uh, obviously it then generated into this podcast idea. Um but I think that that is something which we learn about is this importance of keeping this book of remembrance, this record, so that we can uh, have future generations learn of it uh, and learn from it. So then we go into, um, again, this um, genealogy that was kept uh, by the children, um, this, well, this genealogy that was kept. And I think that it's interesting for me because, again, it's the righteous individuals that have kept a posterity or a general genealogy of their posterity. Um, it's interesting to me because throughout history, those people who, who keep records tend to be those individuals who see the value of family or see the value of making good choices and, and noting things down for future generations. Uh, in fact, there's some gen governments that have tried to destroy um, all sense of family um, and uh, destroyed uh, records um, and I think that that uh, again is an interesting difference between what Heavenly Father asks us to do and what Satan desires to have happen to remove memory perhaps of, of good things and righteous things that have been done throughout history and begin that cycle of not learning from the past again uh, it is something that is that caused me to reflect on that when looking at this um, this, this record so then we go into uh, the, the next uh, several verses and we get these, um, this list of individuals. And I'm not going to spend too much time on this because we've spoken about the, the lesson we learned from that. Uh, but we do obviously in Genesis have a mention of Enoch uh, in Genesis chapter 5 verse 22 where it says, And Enoch, well actually 21 we'll go from, it says, And Enoch lived sixty and five years and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God and, and he was not, for God took him. 
So we have there these four verses of Enoch. And if you just had the Genesis account, you may wonder, oh, well, who was this Enoch guy? Um, he sounds like he had a pretty interesting life that he um, walked with God. Um, and then God took him. Uh, and of course, you know, we we understand what that means. And we'll get to that uh, when we talk about the city of Zion and things like that. Uh, but uh, for, for us, as uh, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, we understand uh, what is being referred to here. That Enoch uh, is a very important or very specific individual that we'll learn from now. And as we begin this experience of Enoch, uh, again it's a reminder that there are things, there are doctrines, principles, uh, events that we don't have in the Bible anymore. Again, possibly because of uh, specific removals of things. And actually, I've been reading a book by Tad R. Callister called A Case for the Book of Mormon. And, you know, I think that in my mind, I was, I was, I was more, I was reluctant to kind of state that people over the years had specifically and purposely removed things from the Bible for their own needs and doctrinal uses. Uh, I always like to say, oh, it's through translations and things like that. Surely someone wouldn't just take things out of the Bible. But actually, um, you know, you can see that there are specific, specific instances of things being removed from or changed in. Uh, the Bible to suit um, doctrinal needs. Just one example of this uh, is explained by Hugh Nibley, that it, who said, quote, This theme, the plan of salvation, as fully set forth in the Book of Mormon, enjoys almost overwhelming predominance in apocryphal writings, and yet has no place in conventional Christian and Jewish theology, having been vigorously condemned by the doctors of both religions in the 4th and 5th centuries, since they would not tolerate any concepts involving pre-existence of the spirit of man. Hence is found the studious avoidance of such words as plan and probation in our, in our translations of the Bible. Close quote. So, ideas, teachings, understandings, and things that link to things that were there in the... Um, in the Bible are found in other records and writings from around that time, uh, but they're not found in the Bible that we have today. And again, it's because it didn't link or work with uh, what individuals believed during the early um, centuries after Christ's death. Uh, and so you think of all the creeds and things that happened. So as we go through this, let's consider how uh, this works. Uh, within our understanding of uh, Enoch, uh, what his life was like, and what we can learn from his experience, uh, which which happened. Thank you so much for joining our study, uh, and, we'll, and please join us tomorrow until we meet again.